Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Romance Isn't Dead and today we are diving into the world of fanfic and y'all this feels like episode 13 because this is like take 28 and we oh. can't get through this thing so please bear with us. We, we I'm Sally. I'm Ray and we're not gonna laugh much we promise. <clears throat> oh my gosh and you would not y'all okay anyway. Um, before we get down to what we're going to talk about, which is fan fiction, um, Ray, did you want to touch on some new stuff or new-ish things? Well, new-ish, uh, <laughs> this isn't actually, actually news of a new release, precisely, but Danielle Steele, whose new book we just, I think Sally mentioned last week, mm -hmm. has, um, well, she's got about four new books coming out between now and the end of 2020. I have one question for her as someone who's been sitting on the same novel for the last, what feels like 10,000 years. How do you do it? Seriously. It's been <laughs> 84 years. <laughs> it does. It feels like I've been working on it for a millennia, but, um, Anybody who can write that amount of content, so jealous, so jealous. Um, of course, as with every month, if you're a romance reader, you may well have started off with Harlequin or Mills and Boone books, and they have got so many coming out. I think I scrolled through about four pages on Amazon. Um, so you've got a lot to choose from. They're ideal for the daily short commute if you um if you like reading them of course you could be listening to this instead what do you reckon well i would i would simply say i would much prefer to be listening to a podcast than reading a mills and boone but anyhow um you know hey it's me um and i might be a little biased but <laughs> um but i just i i don't really have any new releases right now that i'm looking forward to that I, i've really done a whole lot of research on um one thing I just want to say as a note of caution for all readers out there that you probably already know this, but sometimes booksellers and publishers like to repackage books and series. So just sort of be aware of that when you're, when you're doing this. And that's one nice thing about the Kindle. It'll tell you, Hey, you bought this book on, you know, whatever date, but it, you know, it's, it's like dirty pool, but sometimes, especially if it's like a very important or not important but um very prolific author they'll republish things yeah and um you know it's not that it's wrong but it's it's kind of wrong I have that? to be honest I actually um was looking through books a couple of weeks ago and I saw a title that really appealed to me mm -hmm. and the summary sounded a little bit familiar but not really and I went to download it and my Kindle actually said to me you've already downloaded this book mm -hmm. and they not only had the name of the author changed I'm guessing she started publishing under her own name but the title of the book had changed as well no yeah. telling a lie the title of the book had changed and that threw me mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah so I guess it's just sort of a buyer beware thing that we're throwing out there for you um we had an we had a discussion or a shout out from an author on twitter ray did you want to tell us about this book yeah um an author stephanie tarol shouted out um sent us a message on twitter about her novel white abyss um we will post a link to it down in the notes um it's about a soldier who has returned from fighting in the vietnam war and he's faced with another battle on the home front he's trying to save his marriage and also fight his internal demons so as i said i will post a link to that in the comments below and if you are an author or you've got a book that you really really love 
send us a message. We will always mention it. Absolutely. I'm, I'm thrilled to hear from that from her and I'll have to uh, check that book out at some point soon. Um, okay, so today we were going to talk a little bit about fan fiction, which might not be um, an area of writing that our listeners have have ever like delved into. I will tell the story real quickly. Uh, my first venture into fanfic was actually waiting. No, I wasn't waiting. Um, I I had seen the movie Pitch Perfect. Wow! So that was what. 2012? 2012. I'd seen the movie Pitch Perfect, and um, I thought it was very amusing. But this is 2014 when I'm doing this. And I would say it was late 2014, and I was on the internet, and I was looking for Pitch Perfect stuff. And I was, I think I was looking for leaks or something like that about the new movie, and then I saw this story, and it was about Donald and Stacy. And I went and I read it. And... (laughs) I was like, oh, wow. And from there, I just kind of dove into fanfic. From there, I went briefly to the Hunger Games. But the reality for me is the Hunger Games is maybe a little too realistic in our dystopian lives. But um, I just I just had to, I kind of moved on from that very quickly as well. Maybe I just didn't find the right uh, story. And then I went into Harry Potter fanfic and fell into Dramione, which sort of, like, the first one I read, like, lengthwise, was Isolation. So, um, and then I dove into Harry Potter fanfic. Oh, yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, Dramione is Draco Malfoy and Hermione Granger. So, as um, both Sally and I are fanfic authors, um, I'm not so prolific as I, well, I'm not at all prolific in Harry Potter, but um, we will probably be mentioning a lot of um, shipper names. And that means um, relationship names that you might not be familiar with. If you aren't in the world of Harry Potter or fanfic in general, we will list a summary of them below. Any that we mention, just so we can clear things up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I think it's worth noting, too, that this notion of shipping, it gets kind of a bad rap. And shipping did not start with, as very derisive fanboys would like to say, Twilight. It did not start there at all. Shipping, like as a term, as my as I understand it, started with the X-Files. And it was Mulder and Scully, people who wanted a relationship between Mulder and Scully, were relationshippers. And it eventually sort of got shortened to shippers and shipping. And I'll be honest... The X-Files was one of my very first fandoms, and I didn't engage with the fandom a whole lot, but I adore Mulder and Scully. Like, those two just, to this day, are my jam. So, we'll we'll just let that, I'll just put that out there as sort of a full disclosure thing. I love Mulder and Scully together. Was it the Cranberries who had a song that had the lines, it's a case for Mulder and Scully? Because I've now got that in my head. I don't know. <laughs> this really is an episode. Th- Maybe we should be talking about the X Files for episode thirteen. <laughs> Potter. Maybe. Okay. Uh, so yeah, um, 
it's so it's been around since the 90s as but I think it's around before then right fan fiction has been around since we know since Star Trek yeah with Star the, Trek with the, the fanzines yeah uh, Star Trek fanzines they had fanfic they are probably the original I hate the term but they were the original fanboys and actually um one of the uh, rather famous screenwriter got his start in, I believe, in Star Trek fan mm. fiction writing. Wow. Well, and then the other thing, it's worth noting that there are authors, like published authors, that got their start in fanfic. And even Claudia Gray, who currently writes uh, several books for, has written several books for Star Wars, but has other books. She got her start in fanfic, and she actually did a panel at Star Wars Celebration that talked about fanfic, you want to go pro, and talked about how to go from fanfic to original fic and getting published and all that stuff. And so I've I've been listening to that. I mean, it's not the best audio on a pod, but you've got to remember, she was basically doing a roundtable at a con, so... so that audio isn't fantastic, but if you'd like to give that a listen, it is um, what the Force podcast, and it's, I don't know the exact title of it, but it's basically Callie Gray's So You Want to Go Pro, and I, I find it interesting, even fascinating, and and I would give tell anyone who was a fanfic or is a fanfic author to hey, give that a shout out if or a listen if they plan to go pro. And one of the most interesting things that she said to me is to never stop writing fanfic because she used the analogy of as an author, your fanfic is your crush and your original work is your is your spouse. And I was like, oh, I get it. I get it. Because you like with a marriage, you really put the work in. And with a fanfic, you don't necessarily have to put all the work in. Um, so but that's yeah. the thing with a, with a fanfic. The character, um, the characterization is already there. The yeah, universe to, has already yeah. been created. We don't have to create all of that. From whole cloth, and, right. Yeah, exactly. So you've got... It, there is still some effort there because you are putting your own spin on things. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've written a couple that are epic. Well, not quite epic, but they are over a hundred thousand words, and that—they're uh, almost a hundred thousand. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of words to write, even if it's not your own universe. It's still a lot of effort. You're still having to contemplate and consider conversation, narrative, and everything else. So there is still you're still putting effort in. It's not mm-hmm. as though you're sitting there going la 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 la. I still get writer's block writing fanfic. I think of it took me a year. I think it took me a year to write a twenty thousand word fanfic, mostly because I sat there staring at a blank screen for a probably six months <laughs> so it still takes effort mm-hmm. but it's also a really good way of bonding mm-hmm. it is and uh, ray and i should probably in full disclosure tell you that we met on a forum set up for hp fanfic authors where yep. i i was ray was there before i was i'm not sure how much before i was probably but, a few weeks <laughs> um but i had i had started my very first fanfic and instead of doing something like you know a one shot a one chapter or a two shot which is a two chapter instead of doing that I thought I would just go ahead and dive in and write a long form fic and it wound up being a, I think 88,000 words so I mean it's novel length the short novel length 
And, um, but I, what, I don't know what I was thinking diving in with that, but I got an invite to join, um, to join that particular, uh, author's group from that fanfic. And then I, I decided to challenge myself and write another pairing within the, uh, Harry Potter universe appearing, which in the final analysis, I think I prefer, but it's tricky because, well, <clears throat> you you have to make tension there that's not there. And yeah. Um, and that's one nice thing about Dramione. With Dramione, you've got this automatic tension where they are definitively enemies. So you don't have to like manufacture attention. It's and, a classic trope. Right. And, and enemies to lovers. I mean, if you are familiar with romance novels, you are familiar with an enemies to lovers trope. You are going to see that a lot. You see it in movies. You see it in, in writing. I, and, and there's really, I'm trying to think how to put this without diving into star Wars and the shaming that goes on. But generally speaking, folks don't, necessarily have a problem with enemies to lovers tropes and so but you as always you have the purity police that come flying out and say oh my gosh how can you possibly ship this beautiful cinnamon roll with you know this horrible evil person you must be a terrible person yourself I mean you get you get that um and I do not know why I don't. It's fiction. It's a good place to explore things that you maybe would never explore in real life. I, I, I don't know. I, I, it is what it is, I guess. Um, right. I feel like I'm dominating the conversation. Here. <laughs> apologies. Apologies. Well, it's, it, that's absolutely fine. I'm. It's quite interesting. I, I have to admit, I have. I started writing fan fiction back in '97. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's 22 years ago. That's quite scary. Um, and I started um, writing fanfic with in Buffy, in the mm -hmm. Buffy fandom. And my original, um, I have full disclosure, Buffy is not my favorite character. Um, I actually started writing fanfiction pairing Willow with Angel. And uh, I'm hearing the virtual screams right now, but I started, that is how I started. Mm -hmm. And now was then, that a pairing that was already within the canon or within the fanon or was that it, something, were you the only one writing that or was no, it there niche? Were, there are, it was niche, but there are, I mean, there were a few. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure that I'm not the only person that looked at Buffy and thought, Ugh. Um, I loved the Willow character and identity. I identified with her as the geek who didn't quite fit in. So, of course, I'm going to write yeah, about her. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> you, you, that, that's the epitome of Mary Sue, right? Mm -hmm. You insert yourself into the character and you write about situations that you kind of would like to be in, but not quite, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then I moved on to um, Willow and Spike when he arrived in season two. And then I found Roswell. Now, was there a lot of, of um, were the purity police out in force about Spike? Because Spike was a villain who yeah. sort of turns into maybe an Yeah, but then Angel, Angel turned into a villain in season two, to be fair. Yeah. Spoiler, you have never seen Buffy. Angel turns into a bad guy in season two. But we are talking about something that 
was aired 21 years ago so if you haven't seen it by now good grief where have you been um i mean but if you haven't seen it the reality is you're probably not going to see it and you don't care that that's a spoiler exactly that is true um and then i then i started watching roswell not the new one not the new one. I'm going to reiterate, not the new one. <laughs> I've watched the original Roswell. That I remember aired really in, enjoying that one. That aired in the 90s, mm-hmm. um, the late, very late 90s. I think it started in 99. I went to conventions. I wrote over 180 fanfics in Roswell. Um, some of them were 75,000 words long. Others were multiple story fics. Um series and things like that and I really did write a lot mm-hmm. and that was in I wrote 180 stories in 18 months that was 10 stories a month on average um, and I have no idea where I found the time but that was my I found my shipping heaven and there was the one thing I will say about shipping in fanfic now is that it's become quite backbitey mm-hmm if you don't like the ship that someone else ships, then you are automatically almost their enemy. Whereas mm. when I first started out 20 odd years ago, you didn't see that so much. But then mm. the landscape has changed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't this didn't start out as a conversation about um, how fanfic is in the how fanfic fits into the landscape. However, it did change. Mm-hmm. Um I went away from fanfic for a few years because I went back to university and when I came back, it was almost as though I was entering a completely different world, mm-hmm. Yeah, which was scary. Yeah. Actually. Well, um, I, I would like to just sort of say this to, just to kind of bring it back to sort of more mo- like today, right? Yeah. Um, I, published most of my work and it remains published on fanfic.net although I think Ray you've mentioned that the future of fanfic.net is very much in question in Europe due to copyright changes Um, yeah and articles 11 and 13 guys look them up if you don't if you're not aware of them they have now become they have now passed in Europe okay and so um AO3 which is an archive of our own is where um I think it's getting more and more fiction housed there and yes they actually bring archives into their archive and they are a charity okay so which is why their future is not in so much question right and so i think today you tend to find a a lot of folks i think people find their fanfic home right and i do know that i do know that on fanfic.net you've got just an overwhelming amount of fanfic uh, to to choose from and Harry Potter probably at this point has over a million works I haven't looked recently but um, I in reading fanfic I think the first fanfic that I uh, full-length fanfic that I read for Harry Potter was Isolation by Bex Chan and it has an insane number of reviews on it and then I'll the other thing is <laughs> I'm still reading one HP fanfic right now (laughs) and it is um it has been going on for an astonishing nine years that's a long time how long how long did it take margaret mitchell to write gone with the wind was it 10 years i don't know but 
not, and to be fair, this fanfic is over 400,000 words in 66 chapters. So if it isn't the length of Gone with the Wind, it is rivaling it. And yeah. it is uh, the mighty RZZMG with Eros and Psyche. I cannot tell you to pick this fanfic up and read it unless you do not mind taking the risk of the hours of your life not paying off with a fic that's not going to be finished. I don't, I think, I know she's planning on finishing it, but you know, that, that's the downside of fanfic, right? You're never quite sure if the author's going to finish it, but I would tell you not to steer away from fanfic just because of that. First of all, you could just read completed works or I, I would tell you, you should read works that are in progress as well and, and try to encourage the authors to continue because the reality of the situation is that your words to an author matter. And yeah, they and, do. And, and here's the other thing. When you are reviewing for fanfic, you need to take it to heart. That old saw, if you don't say, have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Keep your mouth closed if you hate it. If you hate it, hit the back button and just don't go back to it. Don't yeah. take the time to tell the author, I just don't really like this, so I'm not going to keep on reading. They don't need to know. Ultimately, they, they don't, don't care. If you've read yeah. it and you didn't like it, don't, D- don't share them. it with the Yeah, don't share it with the universe. I mean, you know, the thing about Eros and Psyche, right? I know you didn't, this isn't... Um, a fic that you've read, you you kind of checked out after a, a few chapters. Yeah. But I really enjoyed her writing style and, and I enjoy the fic. I, the only reason I'm telling you maybe don't start it is if you're concerned that she won't finish it. And that, you know what? She didn't update for two years. That's a concern um, if you're trying to, to read a fic. But I enjoy the story, so I read it anyway. Um and there are plenty of, of completed fanfics out there, but I really am of the camp um, that these fanfic authors are writing in their free time. Um, they are publishing it for free to entertain you, and they don't owe you anything. See, that's the thing with fanfic. You cannot make money off it. No, you can't. You can't. It's, a copy, it's a copyright thing, which is obvious because you are using somebody else's creations but you cannot make money from it therefore people are doing this partially because it's it's great practice if you are a published author and there are authors who have off the back of their fanfic become published authors yeah now that I mean, the most the most famous one and well, I'm, I'm going to say here, unfortunately, is E.L. James. And she did for a very long time give a very bad rep to fan fiction authors. Um, but but those stories are very rare, right? But I, oh, yeah. still think, I still think that writing fanfic is a way to practice your craft. And the other thing is, if you are, a, a, according to Claudia Gray, again, that podcast I just listened to yesterday, yeah. um, she was saying that, you know, if you are a published author and you've got writer's block and you really need some feedback, write a quick fanfic, publish it, and you will get feedback because if you are an author and you're writing an original work and it's going to be published in novel form or whatever you may be waiting a year for feedback from someone who's not your editor right so you'll be waiting longer than that to yeah. be fair 
Yes. Because the only feedback you're going to get, realistically speaking, is going to be the review that is published in a magazine or a newspaper. You don't get the same kind of contact with mm. your readers as you do when you're writing a fanfic. You might get a little bit more now that author websites are so prevalent, but even so, I'm not sure. You know what I mean? I, I'm not sure. But I I think as a reader, you can find great things in fanfic, but you can also find things that you don't want to read. And all you need to do is just hit back. Say no. Oh, I am very, very good I, at doing that. I, I, <laughs> you know, I... That's, that's all I can say. Just hit, yeah. the, hit the back button there because is, there's there no is so much out. Yeah, there is so much out there mm-hmm. that if you find something you don't like, it's kind of like a TV show. If you don't like the TV show, don't post a 10,000-word review telling people why you didn't like it. Just don't watch it again. Well, And, you know, if you're in a conversation with someone, you can say, ah, oh, I didn't enjoy it, and move on. You don't have to spend a whole lot of time with it. Um, now, I do know... Um, I I don't read as much fanfic as I used to read, um, but in the Star Wars fandom, the fanfic that I read obviously is Raylo, which is Ray and, <laughs> and Ben Solo, um, or Kylo Ren, depending on I guess your point of view. But but they've got some great stuff in that fan. But what one thing I've noticed is uh, fanfic authors in Star Wars often write in the present tense, which you know how that makes me go. Ah! Oh yeah, but. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we could have an entire rant about that alone. Yeah, but, you know, I... I (laughs) (laughs) She's being a contortionist on the screen right now. Yeah, I just don't understand. So, anyway, um, so, Ray, was there a fanfic that brought you into HP, or is there a fanfic that you enjoy? I can't remember HP. I think um, I So, what are you reading now? What am I reading now? I am reading, right now, I am entrenched in the MCU, so Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. Um, I haven't been able to find my, tr- it's, oh God, it sounds so lame, but I haven't been able to find my true home fanfic-wise for a really long time. Um, when Roswell finished in 2002, there were a glut of fanfics for a while, then I found Veronica Mars. Then I was sort of veering towards Harry Potter. I wrote a few, read a few, and then I went to university and five years of my life was spent studying literature rather than writing anything. So then I came back and I can honestly say I don't think there is one Harry Potter fiction that I have read that really spoke to me is that a bad thing it's just a thing yeah I don't think I've read anything that has absorbed me to the point that I will well I think there are a few fics that I'll go back to occasionally and I'll have bookmarked but it's not because they are so incredibly awesome that my I'm mind blown by them I think it's more that they're an amusement they're a way to pass the time I'd rather I'm books speak to me far more that sounds so bad as a fan fiction author I'd love the love to think that people read my work and think oh my god that's amazing but I don't think I've written anything like that yet Hmm. interesting so you you're reading MCU now yes I am 
Okay. I have been for now for the last three years, I think. Okay. Okay. God, has yeah. it been that long? <laughs> it's been a while. I mean, it's been it's been a while. I'm not sure when. I'm not sure when your last one came out, but I do know that it's been some time. And um, I actually have to write a Harry Potter fanfic here in the next few <laughs> weeks. Yeah, we've been talking about this one for a while. Yeah. Um, so if anyone has a suggestion for a plot for a relatively <laughs> short Harry Potter fanfic. Thanks. Oh, you're actually begging our listeners now Let for me ideas. Know. That's great. Let me know. <laughs> I just, you know, I've got a, I've got some thoughts. I'm just scared because I'm so entrenched in Star Wars right now. So it's it's like everything I'm thinking is a crossover, which in and of itself is terrifying. Um, but I'm thinking it might be an excerpt from a bigger crossover might be the way to go. We'll see. And I'm sh- here. I am sitting here shaking my head. I I don't know what it is, but crossovers always strike me as something that are a terrifying and b i avoid like the plague but that's personal feeling a crossover for the record is a fic that is set in two separate universes and the author mashes them together so i'm speaking specifically of a harry potter star wars crossover mashing the two together and bringing a few characters from star wars actually into harry potter but i don't know that's going to happen um we'll see We'll see. It's fine. It's it's fine. We're all fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, you've said that how many times? Me thinks she does protest too much. It's not fine. It's not fine at all. But I'm going with it's fine. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. So many thousands wouldn't. It's not fine. <laughs> okay, y'all. I think is that all we wanted to say today about fanfic. I... I think, well, I don't think we actually really said much about fanfic. We did. We did. Not about romance. We didn't really speak about romance, which is, but Well, that's uh, the basis for a lot of fanfic, though, isn't it? The ship. We talked about shipping, and shipping at its heart is very often romantic shipping, like romantic pairings. So we're we're definitely romance adjacent. as As a reader, rather than a writer, who do you ship? As a reader, who do I ship? As a reader. In See, what fandom? Oh, that's a good one. In Harry Potter. In Harry Potter, I ship Harry and Hermione. And I also, that's, to a that's less... Harmony. Yeah, Harmony. And to a lesser extent, I ship Harry and Draco. Or not Harry. That's a really popular one. I ship um, Hermione and Draco. I don't, I don't ship Jerry. Um, but... I do ship Jermione um, as main pairings, although I don't object to other pairings as well. Like, I really like uh, Longer, which is something that I made up with another fanfic author. It's also called Nevmione, which I think is bleh, so we call it Longer, (laughs) which is Neville Longbottom and Hermione Granger. Longer. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So long and Granger, longer. Yeah. Yeah. I ship that too. Uh, Because Hermione's awesome. And... See, these these are characters that, um, though I find the term personally offensive, um, 
uh, that's a personal feeling. They called these characters. Um, I I write one that's um, Darcy Lewis in Thor, in the Thor movies, not the comic books, though she has been introduced in later ones. Um, they call them the fandom bicycles, which is so such hor- a horrible term. It's horrific, and I refuse it to use hor- it. It is horrific. I, I refuse I, to it, use it. I see it occasionally in fanfics, and it sounds really bad, but I will avoid the fanfics where people use that as the term for description for the character. But this is what they call the characters who can be paired across the board. So though we haven't really touched on it that much, Hermione is quite often paired with Snape, <laughs> with Remus Lupin, with... Okay, and, and let me let me clarify. I, I said <laughs> just now. The yeah. reason I am a teacher, so it's a personal trigger for me to have Hermione paired with any teacher. Um, and that's my person. That's my mm-hmm. problem. And, and I, I, I'm not judging anyone who personally enjoys that. It's totally fine. You do you. I just, it's just not my thing. And yeah. so, and I didn't mean to do it out loud. I just <laughs> did. And I'm like, wait, I have to yeah. clarify what's going on there. Um, so. But ultimately they do um, the term, which is offensive and does make me shudder just a little bit. Um, refers to the fact that these characters are so versatile in fanfic writing that they are paired with so many other characters across the board. I mean, so many. Yeah. Yeah. And that's difficult. Need, yeah, yeah, it is difficult. Yeah. But I, I think people just need to understand that's, that's the thing. Um, okay. So, um, and who do you ship? In Harry Potter, I used to ship. I actually started off as a Draco Ginny mm-hmm. fan and writer. That was my first foray. And bearing in mind, we are talking about my first foray was back in 2002 mm-hmm. when the, just after the first film had actually come out. Mm-hmm. So we are going back a very long way. Mm-hmm. And that was my first pairing. But I think it was, in a way, it was because I'd come from um, writing and reading Buffy and Willow and Spike were my favorite pairing. Mm-hmm. And in a way, I saw them as kind of mini Willow and Spike. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, so that's where I started. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of moved into Dramione, so Draco Hermione. Um, there were there was such a versatile and such a large number of fics to read. Um but none of them stick out in my head as, oh, my God, that's the first one I think of when I think of fanfic. I haven't mm. read Harry Potter fanfic in nearly four years now. Unless I force you to read a chapter of mine. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's, that's different. You're, you're my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so she'll read to beta, but she won't read for pleasure. That's fair enough. Okay, yeah. so um, we've been talking for over 30 minutes, so we yeah. probably should wrap this up. And if you have recommendations in Harry Potter fanfic, we, I would personally like to hear them. If you have recommendations for a Harry Potter short fic, Harry Hermione, I would love to hear those too. <laughs> <laughs> She's not fake, promise. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and hey, if you've got a really good plot, we'll talk about it here on the podcast. So. Anyway, um, I think that's it for today, isn't it? What book we're reading? 
we are reading Frontier Woman by Jane Johnston. Okay, and that was originally published in 19, brace yourselves, people, 88, is that right? That is right. We it are was republished it way in, back. Yeah, republished in 2002, and then again repackaged and republished in 2008. So it goes back to what we were discussing earlier with how they repackage things. So It, it will be interesting to see, given that they've repackaged... Um, how it ages. You know what I mean? I wonder, because, if they, I wonder if they changed anything. That's a good question because I'm not going to know because I didn't read it in 1988 or 1989 or whenever shortly after it came out. So I'm looking forward to uh, having that discussion. And how would you like to sign out, Ray? I would like to say keep on searching for your happily ever after. And I would just remind you that romance isn't dead. It's alive and well on your bookshelf. Bye. Bye. Bye.